Welcome to Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. I'm your host, Maddox Campbell. On each show, we take a magic wish and try to come up with the perfect ironic cost. The idea is that knowing the wish's cost, it would still be a tough call whether you take that wish or not. Last week we had, you have an infinite supply of random commodities, but you can never use currency again, only barter. Our Twitter poll showed that 63% of you would accept this wish, and our Facebook discussion group showed that 75% of you would reject it. Listener Ben Clifford pointed out that it would be like Kijiji hell, but my counter to that is they don't have to be good deals. For this week, we're starting from a place of hurt. At one of our live test shows, Chelsea Larkin wished that my mean ex-husband loses a bunch of stuff. His job, his looks, his mistress, etc. Though she's in a much better place now, we thought this was still a relatable enough feeling to be worth breaking down. I sit down with Anne McMaster and Paul JP to talk about heartbreak and revenge. All right, guys, we got a wish that goes on a slightly darker turn than usual. But first, <laughs> but first, let's meet who's breaking it down with us. I got Paul JP. Hello. And Anne McMaster. Hi. Do it in your real voice, Anne. It's so lovely. Oh, Paul didn't, so I have to. It Hi. Wasn't that your real voice? I can't tell. <laughs> no, it's not my real voice. It's not that breaky. Oh, okay. We're breaking it down. We're breaking down wishes today. Oh, we're going to break something with this one. Uh, And the wish is, I wish my mean ex loses a bunch of stuff, his job, his looks, his mistress, etc. I think we probably won't use too much of the etc, just because that's kind of wishy-washy, but maybe we'll go into something with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the the general theme of it... We might sort of start bargaining in terms of the ironic cost and then what yeah. specifically they should lose. Yeah, what what to lose, what to lose. We this, can see that. This is essentially going to become some sort of weird divorce settlement presided over by a genie. Yeah, it's the genie divorce courts. <laughs> genie divorce. <laughs> I dream of divorce. Oh, man, now that's a show I would watch. <laughs> genie divorce? As Hell the, yeah. Genie divorce. <laughs> yeah, no, I would too. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a good show. I right. mean, just let's be honest. Any show involving a genie, we've got a whole... In genie-based television programming, since I Dream of Genie went off the air, it's been a, mm. it's been a spell. Yeah, it's been, it's been neglected. Yeah, I think it's due for Genie Court. Genie yeah. Court would be great. Magnum Genie I. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Genie I, Police. Oh my God, the Genie Files. <laughs> Though maybe if they have the ability to do whatever they want, it's kind of too much power to be a cop show. No, but it's but it's. Great I wish because, I knew who did this murder because they're chasing right. they're chasing evil genies. Oh, okay. If it's all genies, then it only all make, genies. It only make all your worst time. wishes come true. Yeah, evil oh, genies. Oh, so it's like Law and Order special genie unit. <laughs> SGU. <laughs> SGU. Love it. Yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, An ice cube. He's still there. Oh, he's still there. What are you telling me? What the genie? <laughs> he has to be reminded every episode. Well, well if I rub this lamp. Three wishes. <laughs> Ice Cube, you know how genies work. Uh, let's move over to Anne, back on the wish. Hi. Uh, what ironic cost would you do oh if my you had God. to do a genie divorce? Genie divorce. <laughs> this is rough because that's like, that's some major stuff. Like, those are some. Like, you want to basically ruin that person's life? Yeah, I feel like yeah. karmically, there's like. There's baggage in that there's, wish. Well, yeah. and that's cool. I respect that. 
Um, as someone who's going through a divorce right now, I'm just going to throw that in as well. Yeah, it's good to have that context. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We are not going through a divorce as Paul and I. Oh, you guys are are going to stay together? We're going to stay together. Oh, the wish came true. Mm -hmm. That's really sweet. Um, Okay. Oh, this is, that's bad. Like, you know, to wish that ill upon another person. I will clarify in the wish wording, it does say that they were mean. They were mean. So they they deserve it. Yeah. So like you're exonerated from karmic, the laws of karma. No, you're still getting a cost, but yeah, I mean, they kind of deserve it at least. By the by, the text that by, we're working by your own of. reckoning. Yeah. Okay. So well, at least, at least, can, at least so in you your can, heart, you can rationalize wishing for that. Sort of now, it's about finding what's the acceptable cost for yeah. for putting that ill on somebody who may or may not have, who may or may not deserve it. You feel like they deserve it. That's yeah. I think I think that's and in, I think that's innate in the wish. You, you feel, feel they like deserve it. it. Yeah. You don't yeah. feel like you're hurting someone for no reason. You feel like okay, so you're giving ass- someone their comeuppance. Okay. So we assume that that is right. That they do deserve it. I think we're assuming that the wish giver feels they deserve it. So I still don't think that exonerates you from karma. Like, like they're getting know, karma. That's I, the whole point of the show. No, I, I get mm. that, but like, whew, I feel like it's got to be swift and equal. Like, like that's mean. Like, I'm, I'm getting divorced right now, and I would not wish that on my ex. Um, but so to feel that way about a person, I think it would be, qu- it would have to be quite a, quite a cost. Like, like. You don't get to have love. Ooh, just straight up at all. Yeah, because I mean that's Dang. dark. That is dark to feel yeah. that way. Like if you're gonna like lean into that kind of emotion, and I'm sorry for whoever wrote this in. I think that's, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way, and I hope it gets better. Ooh, yeah. If you're gonna wish that on another person, you're, it's gonna come right back at you. Like the same things that you you don't get to. What does it say? Well, I think it says that they they lose their job, their looks, yeah. and. Yeah, and then your job, your looks, and your mistress. So equivalent love. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's the way the universe works. Yeah, just the exact bounce back on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move over to Paul then. What about what you? Do you have a different idea for a cause? So I think that um, if you are going to make a wish like that, that carries that much, uh, that much hurt for yourself personally, and you are going to wish that upon somebody in such a broad scope and that they lose their their livelihood um their the their the love that they have now currently um anything i think probably the only sort of reasonable way in order to pay for that is that you poop out your mouth okay whoa uh, I will say, good job, Paul. I yes. did not see that coming. Ah. Uh, I did not see that. Yeah. No, did, you, yeah, did not see that coming. Off. Well, I mean, to to be honest, I, I was genuinely thinking, well, yeah, to, then you have to take the equivalent upon yourself as well. Yeah. If you're willing to put that on somebody and you... Can you that you would control? be willing to take it upon yourself. Yeah. So I, think it would be the, I mean, in a, I guess in as much as you can control... Like when regular you would normally, pooping? Yeah, yeah. regular Yeah, so it's pooping. like you could excuse yourself... And go into the washroom and Yeah, just be like, hey, I have to go. But I, it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone would mm. necessarily have to know as long as you also brush your teeth afterwards. Yeah, you're allowed to carry. But you have to taste your own poo but every yes, time. Yes, you would taste your own poo every time you poo. And But at least, you know, you're not tasting somebody else's poo. I don't know how that makes it better. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I always find that that sort of my own uh, excretions... Don't taste as bad as when you have had others' people's? Like I find that if I fart, it doesn't smell as bad as 
if somebody else did. Yeah, we have a weird relationship with our own. Like, didn't it's Hegel? Hegel wrote about this, like the relationship mm-hmm. we have between our what was once us and what is no longer us. Yeah, Ooh. and I think yeah. that's exactly what he was talking about. It, yeah, he actually it wrote extensively about poop, poop pooping, and, and yeah. math. Yeah, mm. poop and math. I guess I do feel less about my own stuff, but it mm. still is poo, and I still don't like poo in my mouth. See, here's the thing. Is I, assume, is, I would assume. I would assume. I know the conceit of You're break so wishes. liberal in your thinking. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And that's adorable. And I feel like this is so much a product of our of our modern times. No, Maddox, it's okay to say you wouldn't like poop in your mouth. I'm just saying yeah. I, don't, I don't have a reference, but I don't think I would like poop in my mouth. Okay. I have not that's had fair. poop. As far as I know, I've not had poop in my mouth. You've only had a little bit. I probably... There's like yeah. the have standards you, have for Have you food. ever been in a bad mood when ordering at a restaurant? Because... Oh, Wow. Uh, I was thinking more of just like, there's a little bit of animal poo in most of our food, probably. Yep. Rat poo, apparently. Yeah. And apparently in bathrooms, there's like poo particles everywhere. Just just floating around as a mist. So you've had poop in your mouth. Yeah. Let's just be honest on it with ourselves right now. But that's a lot of poo in your mouth. Yeah. That's straight from the poop. And can you imagine when you're not feeling well? Ugh. That's straight from the pooper's mouth. Poop in (laughs) your mouth. Nice. You got to get that in. Uh, Yeah. You got it in. Woof. That's that's got to be a lot of hate to be willing to take that cost. I'd say. Is like, is I know th- I know the conceit of break a wish is that the cost is supposed to be ironic, and this isn't necessarily sort of going along with a monkey's paw thing of like, well, you know, the ironic twist and that it plays upon exactly what you want, and it's like, well, no, this is just if you're gonna if you're gonna put that shit on somebody else, and we're gonna put some shit in you. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I think there's a metaphorical I- irony there. Yeah, it's a stretch, but it's I feel it. I feel like there there's something about this that does almost work. I don't know. I just think for for the sake of balance, something a a cost that is scatological and silly. <laughs> I think you've you've wanted to do some shit to this ex. Yeah. Some shit will be done to you. And then that shit will be done to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going a slightly different route with my idea of a cost. Okay. It's closer to Anne's, but also different. Um so whatever you wish upon your ex will be traits that apply to your one true love. Oh. oh. So if you decide to make him ugly, your true love that you will find will be ugly. If you choose okay. to make him poor, your love will also be poor. Oh, now that we're making this person virtuous because they'll love such a... Like you just... This will be the person that like you genie. you finally find love for, but whatever harms you try mm. to wish upon your ex will also apply to the person that you find love with. I like that. That's really that's really good. So when you when you say that, do you mean in such a way? Because if I'm genuinely in love with somebody, mm-hmm. then you know them not necessarily being objectively attractive isn't really going to be so much like a punishment for me. We'll say, you know, because I love them and we can be happy together. Yeah. But is it is it that, or is it the knowledge that because of this wish that I made, I inflicted similar you know, suffering and discomfort upon the person that I love. Like they were transformed. Yeah. Like they became poor Hmm. because of me. And then I would have to live with that knowledge. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to often avoid stuff that causes harm to someone who didn't take the wish. Which is why I don't necessarily want to transform that person. Okay. Mm. It's just that it happens to be who you find. But yeah, it's more that the wish will then make the person that you love happened. Like they'll make you love the person who happens to have all these traits. Okay. but So they would have been in that state anyway. Are these traits, are they purely low? Like circus? Like, is it okay? So we have appearance, wealth, but what about like personality? Like if you wish that your ex is like 
loses his job, loses his girlfriend, and generally like lives his life as a horrible person, like angry. Like, you know, you can wish your ex to be a certain way. Like, I hope yeah, they're always wish, miserable. If, if you make and... them angry, then yeah, the person that you fall in love with is also just a person who's always mad and you still um, love you love something about them there's something about them that comes through yeah you, you can't help but love them you so you're like you're them. in a bad and relationship then we propagate a really terrible cycle yeah with mad children everywhere oh, though man. they might not have genie divorce next generation down i mean that's that it's this seems to be just sort of like a basic psychological thing of you know like you think continuing to fall for the same person which does definitely happen yeah. to yeah. people so is, maybe, you know like establishing a pattern of always falling for the same kind of person who's bad for you yeah except in this case a genie was involved <laughs> which well, is how love works anyway so yeah G- genies yeah there's genies. I mean, yeah cupid is the most cupid famous genie, genie. Oh. Of all the genies yeah oh. Guys, this is real. This is one, this one, again. This one is a little darker than our like, usual fare. I kind of feel know. like you know the okay. Can I update mine? Is that still cool? Yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I We're think fine. like what if okay for all of that to happen, you have to st- always love them still. Like you never get over them. Ooh, oh, that's a complicated because um, like in ride. life, yeah. like Ooh. like to whoever this person is, I feel like. Over time, like I can think of an ex that I just ugh, like, woof, this guy just left me high and dry. And mm-hmm. I, and now I feel like, do you know, enough time has passed, but there was a time when I felt like that, but I'm free of it now. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the cost is that, is that, that never you're goes away. never free of it. Ooh. They just always come up on your mind. Maybe like you just yeah, constantly like you reminded keep, of them. You keep pouring energy. Like hate is energy, right? We like, yeah. it's like, it takes up a lot of emotional energy to hate something that much so you're never free from that you're constantly putting energy into wishing ill of that person yeah i guess i I, yeah i just want to try to lock down the specifics of this a little bit more because it's a little like vaguely like put energy into the hate but like is it you think about them yeah you think about them once a day once a week yeah like you always that feeling of wanting them to suffer never goes away so you're still like you you know when you're like yeah you're constantly fantasizing about like you know what you want to happen to them like it takes up real estate in your mind yeah this is some medea level kind of yeah yeah so like you'll be out on a date and you can't stop yourself from talking about how horrible your ex is like you know those you know that those people yeah just like it the anger defines you so you can do whatever you want in terms of terrible things but yeah you will always be angry angry the anger never goes away oh that's that hook's always in Ugh. That's pretty horrible. Man, yeah. I think we've each had something out then. So, uh, Anne, you had, you can do the terrible things to your ex, but the mm-hmm. anger never subsides, no matter how yeah. much harm you cause You don't them. feel better after. Yeah. You don't feel better. Uh, Paul, you had... Uh, poop, poop, poop out your mouth. Poop out your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I had, uh, whatever you do to him also applies to the person you fall in love with. Mm. Paul, I, I love yours. I, I don't want to say I don't. Well, uh, uh, I mean, no, I, I, I know, I know what you're gonna say. I feel it, m- it might lack some elegance. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're such I a love diplomat, it. I love it. I feel like it might not be the most elegant solution. It to was our wish. shit, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> womp womp. Uh, <laughs> in in my defense, yeah. Um, sort of in in the immediate aftermath of of any breakup I've ever had, I've I've of course I've always felt sort of angry and 
sad and sometimes, uh, yeah, definitely vindictive. But I don't have any exes in my past that I would ever wish that kind of ill will upon myself. Just wait till you get married. I mean, yeah, th- I mean that's fair. Um, sort of, yeah. We, we don't I, have a reference for marriage. Yeah, we don't. We don't I, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a reference point that I can sort of use as a as a fulcrum to mm. kind of base my my thoughts about this wish on. Yeah. So you went to poop mouth. That makes sense. So I mean, you know, a poop mouth for me seems just as as reasonable as anything else. Because I mean, putting that on somebody and then taking the consequences of it i'm 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 gonna say that whatever sort of ironic consequence gets tossed out i'm probably just gonna say no to it i don't have anybody personally that i would put that on in the first place is there someone you could stand in for uh an ex that you to help you get the concept of the emotion like someone you just like a bully or something a bully or a friend that betrayed you or something that you could at least use for an emotional stand-in to get get the concept just somebody that i just hate unreservedly yeah yeah for personal reasons yeah like someone who like someone you've you've met and hate yeah yeah why is he staring at me so intently i think it's past you i think it's over (laughs) your shoulder all right yeah through through you um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that kind of hurt. That's that, that, what we're looking that's for. A meaner way to phrase it. <laughs> I well, man, you know what? Um, I've uh, I've been making a lot of positive changes in my life. Okay, and I just literally off the top of my head, I can think of people where it's like, yeah, I don't want to spend any time with you, and you're a jag, but I I wouldn't want to just wreck your life. I mean, that's a good thing. I'm I'm happy for you, yeah. As your friend, Paul. But you know, I'm young. Yeah, there's time. There's time. There's time. Yeah, there's time for me to. There's time for me to make those connections again. Yeah, yeah. Don't give up hope. (laughs) Someone on LinkedIn. Uh, Oh yeah, LinkedIn, Tinder. Well, that's where you get the 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 the, the harshest uh, connections. Uh, okay. What, what happened to you on LinkedIn? What happened to you on like, LinkedIn? That's, that's, I Just, mean, I find that the most useless that site. That was loaded with something. Did somebody... Did somebody not endorse your skill? You know, they just made these promises uh, about what what they could offer me and what we would be able to build together as as a team. And when they fell through, uh, I felt betrayed. Hmm. And that's why I uh, really hope that they never become a sponsor of this podcast. Because LinkedIn has just been... <sighs> LinkedIn's yeah, a pain. Yeah, eat a dick, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. We don't uh, need you. Uh... But ZipRecruiter, hopefully. I've uh, never heard of. They sponsor a lot of podcasts. That's the only oh, reason. Oh, ZipRecruiter. Yeah, they're great. We love them. I hope. Yeah. They've never hurt me. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to... Okay, so yeah, I think we'll move past Paul's just because it just lacks the elegance, but I think it's a good one. I was honestly considering it for a good chunk there. But can you weigh in on uh, Anne or Eyes? Which one feels most... I know you're having trouble with the, the sense, but... Yeah, sort of, well... It's wishing it, uh, never getting over it, or is it wishing it on the person you end up with, the same consequence? I think in terms of just the pure poetry of it, yeah, uh, it's got to be Anne's for sure. It's the basis of so much classical tragedy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I have it's, to... It's very a, a Greek tragedy right I there. Have to, I have to put my stamp on that as definitely my favorite of, yeah. the, of, of the two. My concern with it, and I'll just raise it so that we can all talk it through, is 
does that negate the perk to the wish? Do you want to wish that ill because you, you think that hurting them will help you get past it? And is that why you're taking this wish in the first place? Hmm. Or, or, or is it more to appeal to some sort of cosmic justice and you're yeah, willing to because take... you'll take joy in it. Yeah. Are you, or are you willing well, to take that They're both that kind cost? of ways of feeling better, right? And so that's what I want to take away is the ever feeling better. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in either, in either scenario, Yeah. you know, <clears throat> yeah, you think you're going to feel better if all these things happen to that person and then you don't or the cause. Or, yeah, or you think you're going to feel better and then you have to poo yeah. at your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hate is hate is poo mouth. Is poo mouth. Yeah. yeah. As Aristotle said. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess, is it, is it worth taking it all if you're going to, if it doesn't help. If it doesn't help. Which is actually Would true, it, right? Like, I, I mean, it, it, this is the way, I feel like there's a, like, this is, this is real life. Like, the more you put into hating someone, you, you're not getting better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, like, can, like, I think we've all been, had that experience, right? Yeah. I mean, definitely, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I don't have any excess to the point where I still carry that yeah. vindictiveness in my heart towards them now. But at the time, I definitely... Oh man, I would have kicked him off a bridge. Right, like, right. Yeah, so you like taken imagine poop mouth for sure. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. I I would have absolutely taken poop mouth. Okay. See, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm struggling the same way Paul is because I have pretty good relationships with most of my exes. Right. Some some yeah. I just don't talk to because we've moved different places. Sure. But most of them I'm on pretty good terms with. Yeah. And some are still my friends actively. That's and, great. That's yeah. awesome. Guys, he oh, sorry, what a sweetie. sorry, <laughs> no, I'm just. I, you don't seem to share that, so I'm sorry that you've had oh yeah relationships well, that I've are been, fully sour. I did, yeah, I did go through that. I did 100, percent and it took a long time to get over it. And then the guy came back 10 years later, emailing, "What's up on LinkedIn?" Oh my god, oh, it god. is evil. It's LinkedIn's guys. Oh it man, evil. it's it's the conduit of okay, evil. Okay, can I just say right now, if you're thinking of contacting an ex and it's yeah. been more than 10 years and you know you broke her heart, just don't. Okay, yeah. I don't care that you're turning 50 and you're questioning all your life choices. Just don't. Please, thank you. This and, has been a public service announcement. And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. What an avenue. Like, LinkedIn is like walking into a boardroom filled with your married ex-boyfriends. Like they're all there. <laughs> you find out what they've been doing. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I mean, you should oh, you should endorse him for the skill of being an asshole, like on his LinkedIn profile. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I wish I wish I wish I'd thought of that. You can do that. Yeah. You can input little skills that he's good at and just put something asshole. <laughs> but then he'd know I hate him. And that's exactly my no. point. Oh, it's yeah, like I guess it does say who does it. Right? It's like wouldn't it be oh, so much better yeah. not to care? Not to care, yeah. Right? Because I, I was over him. And then he came back and I was like, oh, yeah, those feelings. Uh, yeah. Let's live those again. It gets fresh in your mind again. Mm. Ask, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Okay, so I'm, let's just test this real quick then. Would any of us take Anne's scenario? Would they? And we'll assume you do have that true hate. Because, again, Paul and I are having yeah, trouble getting to the yeah, true it's hate. Yeah, about, it's about putting, you got to put yourself in that frame Put yourself of mind. in that frame of mind. It's a mean ex. They're a real bad person. Would you take... <sighs> horrible things on them to never get over it i'm gonna say no yeah no i, gotta, I, I don't I get the reward out of no. it we we have to find a cost that's somehow less less horrible yeah but or at but least or at least does what you want that's it to less do. taxing on you but then it also feels wrong to try and find a cost that's less right there's something very that moral less to you. i think we're, we're struggling with the morality of this See, honestly that, no the, the, I know I'm going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn here, but that's kind of why I'm going with mine is that 
you sort of learn a lesson through it because you wish horrible things on them, but you still oh. love the person you end up with. Yeah. So it sort of balances out of like, oh, you learn that it's not about those things. You and learn that things, you always date the same person over and over and over again. Well, you you learn like you, you wish uh, a horrible appearance on him, but then you realize that, you know, true love, it, the looks don't matter because that's who you ended up with. You ended up with someone you truly love, but they, yeah, they're a little Quasimodo-esque. Uh, I was that hell mean, of a word. Was that mean to Quasimodo? I'm sorry. Yes, we apologize to all Quasimodos I'm, listening. I'm sorry, right Quasimodo. Now. No. There I was only... nothing quasi about him, was there? Like he was full on. Moto. Yeah. <laughs> he was a full, moto. Moto. full moto. There's nothing quasi there. Poor guy. I think it's just a name. I don't. Yeah. If, any, if anything else, that guy went the distance. Yeah. This should have been full moto. Yeah. <laughs> of Notre Dame. Um. So okay. Well, let's try this scenario then. So okay. What about if this? So you you do have that true hate for your ex? Yes. Uh, you wish terrible appearance, terrible job, poverty um, on them, but that also applies to the person you end up with. But it is a true love, but they're not attractive and they're not wealthy. They oh have a, almost no job. No, it's awful. It's like Groundhog Day of relationships. No, just the same thing over and over again. Like maybe if it went to like a different person than the person I'm with, like if it happened to my, like a family member or something. Like your brother? I don't know if you have a brother. Yeah, you do. You've met him. Oh, I did? Yeah. Is he nice? Uh, you don't like him, clearly. Oh, I'm no. totally kidding. Um, yeah, no, he's okay. Hi, Scott. Um, yeah, he's cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's an elegance if it's putting it on the person you love, though, because it's the person you fell out of love with and you put it on the person you love. Yeah, but then you're just trapped. But you still, now you actually still love in them. Love. They're not, yeah, they're not a terrible person. They're just. But being in love with an angry person, that's not very fun. Well, okay, well, not the angry one. So it's just, let's say just ugly and poor. Ugly and, <laughs> ugly and poor, yes. Now you were talking about my dating category. That's like, that's my, that's my bumble description. Actually. I mean, maybe I'm putting judgment on those terms, but that's the idea. We're wishing a, a, a poor appearance and a poor wealth prospects on your ex, and you're giving that to your true love. Oh, that was so beautifully casual. <laughs> well, let's just say ugly and poor. Well, I'm, I'm not saying what the definition of that is for you, but it's, it's curated to you. So mm-hmm. I'm not putting any judgment on what uh, an appearance Ugh. is. It's it's to your personal taste. Yeah, there's an elegance to it. I'm not going to lie. And you still get to have love. Yeah, you're still in and love. And revenge. And revenge has happened. Assumedly, your ex is kind of a vain. And there's always like, you know, when you see someone with an ugly person and you think like, wow, they must have something amazing to like be you've with got that, that person. Yeah, you've got that. What are you talking about? Well, you end up with that. The, oh, this see. person, not you. I'm not. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't I know we're getting experience. personal right now. I don't like, know your situation. Uh, he's not that bad looking. Yeah, I think I'd take it. I would take it. Okay, Paul, we'll move over to you. No, you know what? I still wouldn't. Um, I think you know. I I as much as I try to put myself in in somebody else's shoes in that situation, uh, I do have to come at this question from uh, from where I am with my perspective. Okay, you know because. You know, you you invited Paul JP yep, on I this did. podcast. You didn't invite um, Angry Paul. Yeah, or I don't know, Craig, whoever he is. Ugh, what an asshole! Um, He's so I, angry all the time. Craig. I dated him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but would you wish such ill will on Craig if it meant that you had to? Well, this is where I get uncomfortable with the whole thing. This is why I think we're struggling yeah. with the morality because yeah. I just I don't want to be that person and i and i do hope that the person who wrote this in knows that it gets so much better i think this is a they submitted it a while back so maybe they're doing better already i, I think hope so maybe in a i hope so oh man i hope so like i'm going through it like, we all commiserate with the, the point oh, she yeah, was in at the time 100 i think everyone's felt that way about something somewhere yeah 
I, and I, I think for me, like if we put it onto my cost of, of it applying to the same hardships applying to the person you end up with, I would say I wouldn't take it now, but I could see myself taking it. Mm-hmm. If I, I was in that place of rage, I feel yeah. like I could have be I could be provoked to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're in that place, you I could, want anything to make it feel better. Well, I could feel people that'd be like, they deserve this. And then I would be okay with what they end up with. But right now, I don't feel like I would want to put that harm on anyone. But I, yeah. could, I could feel myself being Because people are on their path, right? Like, whatever, you know, that person, if they genuinely mm. were that horrible, well, they're going to get theirs in some way. I believe that. Like, I believe in that kind of karma stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like there are people who would like, I don't know, you stole my grandma's ashes and sold them on the black market to yeah. make, get heroin. Like, okay. Who's buying? There's a lucrative grandma the ashes ash market. market. Ash market. Yeah. yeah. It's lucrative. Yeah. So if what, you did that, what possible use other than like gritting your driveway? Keith Richards snorted his dad. Yeah. They're. Yeah. But I mean, that's powerful. like a personal thing. Very personal. I'm not looking to snort somebody else's. My grandmother you know. was a powerful hallucinogenic. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Did your grandmother a mushroom? She may have been a mushroom. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> well, um, I always thought you were uh, a fun I'm, I'm guy. I'm a mushroom. Ah. Uh, I'll let myself out. Uh, but, okay, so yeah, you would definitely not take it. You just can't see the scenario. No, you know what? I think a, I think a Paul from even just like four or five years ago probably would, but uh, no. No? Okay. Not, I'm happy for you. Paul in 2018. I'm happy for your growth. Yeah. I'm happy for that. And can see the scenario, I think she said. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I, yeah. I think as I've lived it and been there, I can see that. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm very on the to. fence. I, I get that. Like, But I, I could also see the person who would deserve it. I could see the people who wouldn't. So I think we've got something balanced. I think we have gotten there. Yeah. I I, I mean, I can, I, yeah, I can definitely see why somebody would take that. Yeah. But I just, yeah. Hey can't do it hey, it'll happen it's okay it'll come you'll, you'll be hurt the yeah hate, the hate will come i look will i come. look forward to the day where you get I, contacted i love and am loved so strong that Let i the anger throw through that you. i use a genie <laughs> to destroy to someone's life on linkedin on linkedin all right so that's our wish you can wish terrible things on your ex but they will apply <laughs> to the person that you love as well no. I, th- I thought you were gonna say you too can wish terrible <laughs> things on your ex when you submit to break, break a, a wish. wish i'm just trying to wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> right, so you wish terrible things uh, appearance and wealth on your ex but they apply to the person you fall in love with as well would you take this wish lister and if there's any other wishes you'd like to submit please let us know Well, that's what we came up with, but we want to hear from you. Your wishes, your thoughts, whether you take this wish or not. You can find us on Twitter at BreakAWishPod. Email BreakAWishPod at gmail.com. There's a BreakAWish discussion group on Facebook. And remember to write a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. To find all this information, visit BreakAWish.ca. For more Anne McMaster, you can catch her at Date Night Comedy the last Thursday of every month at Comedy Bar, 8 p.m. Follow the Not Oasis Sketch Troupe on Twitter at not underscore oasis or follow her personally at Sheikah McMaster. For more Paul JP, you can check out his show Thursday Night Fan Fiction, the third Thursday of every month at the Social Capital Theater. And you can find that through Morning Person Theater on Facebook. You can also follow him personally at P. Piakoshevsky. This has been a Kicks and Giggles Entertainment production hosted by Maddox Campbell, themed by Matthew Reed, cover art by Justin Langford, and a proud member of the Sonar Podcast Network.
More podcasts at thesonarnetwork.com. Before I go, some wishes don't take a whole episode. I call these summary judgments. Jim Robinson on Facebook wished for opportunity. Put me in front of the right people at the right time. Sure, you get all those important meetings, but every single one of them involves multiple embarrassing spills. You spill coffee on yourself, you splash water on the interviewer's face, you'd never leave a meeting dry. So, what would you wish for? This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hey, Griffin Steve here. here. Don't turn this off yet. You finally got to the good part where we tell you about our podcast. It's called Killed to Death, and it's an improv podcast where we solve... Made up... Murders. Not real ones. That'd be weird. We've had so many great guests, lots of which have been on other Sonar shows like this one. Like Chris Locke, Alistair Forbes, Jackie Pirco, Nicole Passmore, Matt Foliot, our friend Aiden, three different guys named Dave, nobody named Lucas. Sometimes you can hear the guys who live above us through the ceiling. No ghosts. Exclusively ghosts. And so many more. So check out the sonarnetwork.com slash killed to death. Killed to death. It's usually less than an hour. Ever wonder where actors really go inside their minds? Or maybe just what the difference is between being depressed and being an asshole? I'm Kaylee Legrand. And I'm Tanya Bevan. And if you have similar shower thoughts, listen to us knuckleheads. And we're totally not okay. But that's okay. A podcast about the intersection between mass media culture and mental health. Come check us out. 